Here we go. This is your first unscripted episode. I just came home and I am riding such a high. So couple things. First, again, this is unscripted off the cuff. I don't have anything planned. I just want to tell you about what's going on. Number two, unscripted means I'm going to curse. I'm going to curse. That's who I am. Yes, I'm spiritual, but also I really like to emphasize things using curse words. So if that offends you, I'm sorry. I am going to mark this episode as explicit, but here I am. Like this is raw, (laughs) unfiltered cut. So let me tell you, this fucking week has been such a roller coaster. And now I'm used to the roller coaster life. Like I'm a very emotional person. I'm a cancer sun and a cancer rising. Like being a moody bitch is kind of my vibe sometimes. But this week it's been hard. It's been hard. I'm like three months after leaving my corporate job, scary. Right. And I talked about this in the other episodes and I still feel that faith and that confidence, but like we are dual we are human beings there's duality in this journey it's not always going to be okay I'm on this healing path and I healed my shit and now I'm going to be healed and I'm going to move forward I'm going to be happy and it's all well and good no like you heal your shit and then more stuff comes up and then you heal that and then more stuff comes up and it doesn't mean you're going backwards (laughs) it's a journey right so I was having one of those weeks where I And I was like coming off my birthday. My birthday was just this past weekend and I had a really great time. I went to New York. I saw um, the Emperor Strips Back. That's right. A Star Wars burlesque parody. It was amazing. It was so funny. Um, If you have the chance or like they're around at all and you're a Star Wars fan or a burlesque fan, like go see. It's very fun. Had an amazing weekend, and then I came home the next day, and like on my birthday, I just did the things that I wanted to do, which was kind of I saw my family, I hung out around the house, got some things done around the house that I had been wanting to do, and ate Thai food on the couch, watching I don't even remember. Oh, watching Black Mirror, <laughs> like dream. I love it. So I was coming off of this high of it being my birthday. And going into this week, like, all right, I had my break. Here I go. And I started, hold on, my dog is crying. Okay, we're back. So I started putting together this offer. Um, and if you follow me on the on social, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, you'll notice that I have branded myself as your spiritual chief of staff. Because it just came to me and it felt right, right? And chief of staff is, some, is something that I've kind of fallen into as a role in my corporate career, like unintentionally, like that's always kind of the support I ended up giving the leaders that I worked with. And I loved it. I love working behind the scenes to make people successful. Like I fucking love it. Like that's, that's my jam. That's what I want to do, right? So I was like, look, let me blend these two things, this thing that I'm really good at and like the spiritual stuff, because not only am I good at the strategic, like I was in corporate, but like I'm an intuitive. I 
have a lot of intuitive abilities and I can read people. I can do future readings. I can read energy. I can heal energy. I have all of those things. So let me blend them together. And that makes me your spiritual chief of staff, right? So I was putting together this offer, like, all right, what is, if I offer this to people, right? It has to be crisp. It has to be high end. So designed, it's so designed, so premium, of an offering. And so I put it, started putting together language. I like used chat GPT, gave me a lot of great ideas. I know like a lot of people are kind of shitting on AI and oh, it's going to take over. No, what's going to take over is the people who lean into using AI and really learn how to use AI versus the people who fight it, right? If you can't beat them, join them. AI is a great tool if you use it the right way. Anyway, so I was using chat GPT and I put together kind of like I wrote my own job description, which actually is something that I've done in the past. And then that job came to fruition. So who knows, maybe I was meant to do it from a manifestation perspective, but either way, I was writing this, basically this offer, right? Like, okay, well, what would it look like to work with me? What are the things that people would be able to benefit from, right? And I want to say, I'm not unhappy with what I came up with, but it was feeling very like forced and rigid, like putting together a contract to say, Hey, I'm going to help you with your shit, right? Like I'm going to, I see you big corporate successful person, right? I see you and I see you're performing and I know that you're successful and I know that you know your strategy, but I also see that you're suffering, right? Like, how do I put that into words? So I I attempted to put it into words and I'm going to give you intuitive guidance and help you through your personal transformation and help you make mindful decisions and give you emotional support and energetic support and all of these things that I naturally do anyway. And I have been doing, but really like putting structure around it. And for whatever reason, it sent me into a spiral, a spiral of, I don't know if it was imposter syndrome. I don't know if it was like a sign that I was pushing the wrong way, that maybe I was trying to put too much structure around something that needed to be open and flow. So I was, I was having a bad week. I like called my, well, I voice, I sent my coach like a whole list, (laughs) probably like six or seven voice notes last night, just being in the state of like, I want to quit. I don't know what to do. I'm not getting traction. I'm not getting engagement. I'm not getting followers. I'm not getting, you know, as many clients as I expected to da, 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 da. Just like really in this place of like, I, I felt a lot of shame and that's ultimately what I was dealing with. I was feeling a lot of shame. I was feeling shame around what if I create this beautifully crafted, fully put together offer to be your spiritual chief of staff and then no one fucking buys it. <laughs> like that I felt like I was feeling that shame. Okay, so... Fast forward then to this morning. This morning, I, so last night was like, I kind of threw up my hands and was like, I need a break from this because it's not moving the way, it's not moving as fast as I want it to move. And it was starting to feel very forced, like really forced. And and if you've listened to any of the other episodes, you'll, you'll 
hear the pattern. I don't do things that don't feel good anymore because I used to do things that didn't feel good that I thought I had to do. And that never worked out well for me. So now I've set that boundary. I don't do things that don't feel good. I want to caveat that with saying it doesn't mean that I don't do things that like are only easy. I do the hard stuff too. I just mean I don't push and continue to push in a direction if it doesn't feel right. Like if it doesn't feel aligned, right? I'm not saying I feel good all the time because that's clearly that would be a bullface lie. I don't feel good all the time. I do hard things and I move even though it's fucking scary, but I don't force things that don't feel aligned with my mission anymore or aligned with my energy or aligned with what I want to do or aligned with what feels sustainable for me. So a couple things happened then. I woke up this morning and I was like, Marissa, let's just go back to basics because what had been happening is I, I love to talk about the brain. Don't get me wrong. I love to talk about consciousness and psychology and neuroscience and all of the inner workings of everything. And you're still going to get that in this podcast. You're still going to get that. But I also love the really woo-woo spiritual stuff. I have a house covered in crystals and I diffuse essential oils and I meditate and I have spirit guides. And I was, I was shying away from sharing all of that because it felt, um, it felt quote unquote unprofessional. It felt unprofessional. But then last night I was like, you know what, Marissa, let's just go back to basics. Let's go back to the things that you started with, that I started with, right? So you'll start to see a lot more content, especially on LinkedIn, that are like initiating you into this space of higher consciousness. And it starts with your body. It starts with awareness. It starts with meditation. I'm going to record a bunch of meditations for you because I love that. So we're going back to basics, number one. Number two, I woke up this morning and instead of trying to work right away, instead of even trying to meditate right away, and a lot of times you hear like, oh, meditation, meditate as soon as you wake up. That's because you're very close to being still in like a a slower brainwave and you have more access to your higher mind and intuition when you first wake up. But I am trained to go into theta like that. So I don't have to meditate as soon as I wake up in order to get to that higher state of consciousness. It's something that I've trained my mind to do. So I don't meditate the first thing I wake up. What I did instead was I took care of my body. I went for a walk. I did some yoga, which may not sound like drastically wild things, right? But I think it was the fact that I did them very first thing in the morning with the intention of, I'm not doing this because I have to, I'm not doing this because uh, all the fitness gurus say you're supposed to work out first thing in the morning. And my watch is telling me that I need to walk, walk 30 minutes a day. I'm doing it because I want to come back into my body. I want to ground into my body. I want to take care of my body before I expect it to create for me. That was woohoo turning point. So that's my first invitation to you, if you're listening. When you are burnt out, when you are going through it and feeling frustrated and like you're not moving, turn your attention to your body. Like maybe your body just needs a little bit of nurturing. 
I like do a bit, a little bit of yoga. When I say I woke up and did yoga, it was five minutes. <laughs> I, I use Asana and I'm on this program and every day it gives me a new, a new workout. And today's was just five minutes and it was beautiful and it was easy, but it put me in my body. And it was almost as if it, it was like a, like a formula, like, oh yeah, like I had to do that. And now all of these creative ideas just came flooding into my mind. So that's, that's one thing. Um, then this afternoon, this afternoon, I went to meet a new friend, new, well, I say new in quote quotations, and I will tell you why. I was certified in Theta Healing, I don't know, a few months ago now. I talk about it a lot. It's honestly, it feels like magic. Um, and we joke, it, it's like Harry Potter for adults, which sounds, which which feels like it loses its credibility that way. But the the way that it works with such focused intention and energy in a state of meditation is is literal magic, the way that it works. But when I got certified within in Theta Healing, um, I did it online. I got the download that I was supposed to do it uh, when I was in Chicago visiting my sister for her bachelorette party. And it's something that had been like kind of poking at me for a little bit. I had Theta Healing done before I even knew what Theta Healing was because the healer that I worked with um, actually didn't use the term. And I talked about this in my first episode, but, but as she was doing Theta Healing with me, I did not know that it was Theta Healing. But then I found, you know, on Instagram or something, another Theta Healer who was also a business coach. And I was feeling like, like something was missing. So I originally was going to get certified with the business coach, but her training wasn't until actually this weekend. I think it was like June 30th. And if you have noticed one thing about me, I'm not very patient. Patience is not my, like, that's a skill that I have to consciously cultivate. But my guides, my spirit guides, right, my intuitive messages, whatever you want to interpret that as, know that I'm not patient. (laughs) And so they have been very clear that they do not give me, or let me rephrase. They give me everything I need, but not a moment too soon. Not a moment too soon because they know me and they know that as soon as I have the idea or the inspiration, I'm going to go fucking do it. Like, there's no waiting. When I, I just move. So th- this got to be the point where it's like theta healing was, it was in my head. So I was like, I don't want to wait until June. I want to start doing this now. I have clients that I know will benefit from this. So like, let me do this right now. So I found the first available training was like the following weekend and I get on the call and there's one, the healer, um, was in New York city. The trainer was in New York city. Uh, one, and there was only three of us on this call. It was like kind of a fluke. Usually the classes are much larger. So another woman um, who was getting trained is in Jordan. And the other girl uh, was, I don't know, lived maybe 10 minutes from where I grew up, half hour from where I live now. So like, whoa, 
right? Like this is an international training. What are the odds that me and this, uh, this other woman are so close together geographically? So that was the first like, huh? So after that, we, we experienced like literal magic during that weekend. Um, because in the class we like healed each other, we healed ourselves and we kind of like practiced on each other and all of this stuff. So her and I like already started to cultivate a bond just through the healing that we did together, uh, during that training. And so after the training was over, I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, if you ever want to like link up and get coffee or whatever, like we live so close or practice more, like let's do it. And she was all about it. So fast forward. I finally go to meet her today and we sat and we had smoothies. Um, and let me tell you, like, I know without a question of a doubt that this is not the first time that we've had some kind of relationship, friendship to in, in, in a lifetime, right? Like we, have known each other from a past life. Just one of those people who you like instantly click with. They instantly understand you. You tell them things that are like personal, (laughs) like this new friend and her and I talked as if we had been friends for years. Usually that's a sign that you know this person from another life. And in talking with her, it just really kind of awakened, reawakened what I'm doing this for, right? Like, and made me realize that I have been trying so hard to push, to fit this business into like a corporate structured box. Because to go back to like the way your brain works, that's familiar to me. And familiar equals comfortable equals that's how you have to stay because we know how to survive that, right? But like, that's not what I'm here to do. That's not what I'm here to do. And so in talking with this, again, new old friend, we really were able to relate to each other on a lot of things. And she helped me remember what I'm doing this all for. She helped me remember that like, at my core, I'm a healer. I am. I can do the strategy. I've done the strategy. But my mission is to fully step into my authority as a healer and support my clients as a healer. Emotional, energetic, all of it. I want to support people in becoming who they came here to be. And I do that through helping them heal through their conditioning, through their trauma, through all of the shit that keeps them stuck in an identity that they think they have to wear because they've been wearing it for the past however many decades and it's kept them safe so far. But there, I said it, I'm a healer and I've been afraid to use that terminology because again, it it almost, there's a resistance that I have that I'm currently working through to that word because it feels like it almost discredits it or like it doesn't make it valuable. But listen, if you are suffering in a corporate world or in anything, if you are suffering, period, 
Like know that I see you and know that that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to force you into a business plan. I'm not here to force you to follow all the strategies to get the promotion or get the raise or whatever. The work that I do with you will 100% help you with that. It will, but you're the one who's going to do it. And I'm going to support your energy and your emotions and your soul so that you can do those things for yourself. I have a client who texted me at lunch. Actually, I'm going to pause and go back really quickly to where I was 24 hours ago, feeling like I'm not, I'm not creating value, right? Like my, my worthiness in my head was being measured based on how much, how much people told me I was doing a good job. (laughs) That's how I measured my value was by other people telling me that I was valuable. We don't, we're healing that. Like we are healing that. And I actually recorded a couple things in the car, just like had a inspiration and hit like the voice recorder button on my phone and talked about how like, and maybe I'll, I'll see if I can tack those recordings on to the end of this episode, because if you're listening to this, you wanted like the raw unscripted stuff. So I'm going to see if I can attach those at the end. Um, but I basically talked about like that chapter is over that chapter of measuring my value based on what other people told me I was good at is fucking done. I'm, I'm over it (laughs) and I'm changing the game. Now I'm going to start measuring my value based on how good I feel about what I'm doing and, and about what I'm creating. Right. And trusting, just trusting that the things, the content that I create, the messages that I give are reaching the right people at the right time when they need to heal them. When they, sorry, when they need to hear them. And I, I believe that to my core. I believe that that's happening. behind the scenes, every time I post something, I ask the the algorithm, I set the intention with the algorithm to put that content in front of whoever needs to see it, hear it at the moment they need to see it, hear it. And I trust that that happens, right? Call me crazy. I trust that that's how this is working. But anyway, I like totally released the need to feel validated by other people. So the need for likes, the need for followers, the need for comments, all of that, I released it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start measuring my success based on how good I feel about what I'm doing and about what I'm creating. And if I die tomorrow, I'll know that I can be proud of what I put out there into the world and trust that it's going to get to who needs to hear it. Uh, then literally on at, after I recorded it, I drove and I got to this place to meet my friend and I parked the car and I had like eight text messages from all of these different people saying, Hey, listen to the podcast. It's amazing. Hey, this thing really resonated with me. I'm going to go back and listen more because I realized I needed to heal X, Y, Z. Hey, oh my God, listening to your voice made, you know, reminded me like what I'm doing all this for, da, da, da. Like I released the need for all of that and then it came flooding in (laughs) like totally unexpected ways, right? And and the reason that I I started the story or what I started to say before I went on this tangent was one of those people was a client who, I won't give her a whole story. I'm going to have her on the podcast um, 
when she's ready. So I'm not going to tell her whole story, but she texted me and we just started working together a week ago. Well, less than like last six days ago. And she texted me and was like, you'll never believe it. I, and this amazing, amazing thing happened that she had been like, not sure if it was going to happen. And it was something that was like very much out of her control. And it, and it happened. It just like landed in her lap. And now she's like totally revived and re-energized and like ready to go create this big, beautiful dream that she's been dreaming of. Again, I, I really respect confidentiality, so I'm not going to give you her whole story. She can do that if she chooses to be on the podcast. And, and it was interesting because as I was t- talking to my friend, like I was sharing with her that all of these things were coming through, right? Um, and it was just really, really amazing to have a conversation with someone else who's in this world who gets it. He like knows how hard it is to look somebody in the face as an entrepreneur and they ask you, what do you do? And you say, I'm a healer. <laughs> it's not an easy thing to do. There is a lot of conditioning. There is a lot of generational trauma that we have to work through in order to assert that to the world. But that's what I'm doing here is I am here to help you heal, to help you change your mind, to help you heal your stuff so that you can create the life that you want. And I do that. I have a whole bag of tricks that I do that through. And it feels so good to say that, to just lead with that. And I, well, yeah, I'm going to share it. So, because it's a good analogy, I do a lot of healing work on myself. I do like past life regression stuff on myself. And I was working on this kind of healer wound that I have. And I was taken to a past life where I owned and ran an apothecary. So I was like selling little tinctures and little herbs and helping people with their illnesses. And then I had a a select group of people who, when they came to see me, I would take them, there was a hidden room behind a bookcase and I would take them into that hidden space and we would do healing for energetic illnesses, for spiritual illnesses, for emotional illnesses. We would, we would do spiritual healing, but I would only do that with people I trusted. And one day I trusted the wrong person and they reported me to the church and I was exiled. (laughs) And so like, that was a wound that I have been, a karmic wound that I have been carrying the wound of like, if people know that I'm a healer, they, I'm going to be, I'm going to fail and I'm going to die. And that's what I was doing. Like I have been working with clients who would enter a contract with me. And then like, I would kind of put feelers out. And if they were down for the astrology or they were down for the meditation or they were down for the Reiki, then I would offer it to them. But I was not leading with it. I was afraid to lead with it because I didn't know what the response was going to be. Right. It was the same pattern that I had just witnessed myself going through. I didn't trust that people weren't going to reject me. So I wasn't offering it up front. And then as I healed that wound, I saw that lifetime get rewritten 
And instead of hiding, I didn't have a secret door behind a bookcase. It was just my business. I was a he- I was a spiritual healer. And I would use whatever methods, practices, techniques, herbs, everything. And I would help people heal whatever they came to me with. And and in that vision, there was a line out the door and around the town for people to come work with me. Um... And that was a turn that that's been a turning point. And I've, I've been sitting with that for a little bit and I was still kind of resisting it. Um, but as soon as I published this episode, there's no going back now, right? <laughs> Cat's out of the bag. Now y'all know what I'm really doing. And I'm, and I'm doing that with intention. I'm doing that with intention, not only to inform you and give you a heads up about like what it's going to be like to work with me but also really for myself. Um, I knew, uh, I knew in starting this podcast that it was, uh, it was going to be as much for me as it is for you. And I'll be honest, this is the first episode where it really feels that way. So if you're listening, trust that you are hearing this message at the moment you needed to hear it. And thank you. Thank you for being on this ride with me. It's just the beginning. Like we are just getting started and I'm so excited about where we're going to go from here. Um, also, my friend who I referenced just having lunch with, having had lunch with, um, she's going to come on the podcast too, because she has a lot to say. And I'm really excited to amplify her message and give her the space. And and you'll, you'll be able to like just listen in to us, like talk about crazy things, things that you're going to think are crazy, but the conversation is really fun. We also want to introduce you to the concept that like spirituality and being on a spiritual path does not mean you have to always be positive and always be like, Oh, love and light. Like, yo, I respect people who are like that. That's not me. That's not my, that's not who I am. That would not be authentic to who I am. So like, yes, we curse and we get excited about things. And like, maybe we get even get a little bit abrasive, but like, it's all with the intention of sharing the message, right? And like being true to who we are. Oh, okay. I feel really good. I'm excited to get this one out. Um, I'm going to try, not try. I am going to do everything I can to <laughs> download those recordings that I did in my car. They're like a minute each. Um, so you can hear what happens in my brain when I'm driving and I do, and I'll say this, I don't know, I don't, mm, those messages weren't just for me. So like what came through in the car was like, one, it came out of nowhere. It was a 100% a channel, 
channeled message. So those have, they, they are meant to go out into the world. So I'm going to put them on this podcast. And if they resonate with you, it's not a coincidence. You were meant to hear it. It got channeled for you. So thank you again. I love you all so much. And we'll talk soon. I used to think that my success was measured by how many people liked me, by how many people validated that I was doing something meaningful that they liked and that they agreed with my entire identity and my entire measurement of self-worth rested on other people's opinions. And that served me really well, or so I thought. I was really successful. I impressed a lot of people. I made a lot of people happy. I helped them be successful. And so now as, as someone who's doing this all on my own, it's really fucking hard to, to move without using other people's opinions and expectations to guide me forward. It's really hard, but I'm learning now to measure my success not by how many people give me validation or how many people like what I have to say. Now I measure my success based on how good I feel about what I'm doing. And I, I say this because I want to remind you that you are a force to be reckoned with. You are a once-in-a-lifetime cosmic event who came here for a fucking reason. And that reason is to not be what everyone else wants you to be. That reason is to figure out who you are and have the courage to embrace and embody that person fully. The reason that you're here is to challenge the things that aren't working for you anymore, to overcome the fear that's holding you in the place that you've been stuck in and miserable. Your purpose is to to do things differently to make yourself happy, to be the creator of your own reality and awaken to the fact that you are a magical, spiritual being who chose to have this experience as a human on earth because we wanted to learn and we wanted to grow and we wanted to evolve. It's not easy. We didn't come here because we wanted it to be easy. We came here because we wanted to grow. And if we don't move, we don't grow.
So those little twinges of desire are begging you to follow them and to see where they lead you. You wouldn't have them if you weren't ready to move, so move.